Hey, podcasters, uh, we got a great show for you for Friday, as always. Bill O'Reilly comes in. It is a great discussion with Bill O'Reilly. Also, uh, should we eat our children? We have a different take on that. I mean, no, I mean, the take yesterday was, yes, I guess we should eat our children. We don't think so, but that's not the take that I think you'll appreciate. All on today's podcast. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. When you ban words, you can no longer define right and wrong. To ban words is to ban ideas. It's just as bad as any book burning in history, and that is exactly what the left is doing. Patriot Mobile was created to give conservatives a voice, literally and figuratively. Their plans are as low as $25 a month, and you can get nationwide service and U.S.-based customer service. It's a great service. Thousands of people in this audience have switched. Right now, if you make the switch, you can upgrade your phone, if you'd like, to a brand new Moto Z3 Play for only $5 a month. It includes a 6-inch screen, expandable storage, high-quality camera, and a whole lot more. Switching is made really easy with Patriot Mobile. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. This is the only phone company that is run by uh, vets, and it was started by vets. They take some of their proceeds and they donate it to things like freedom of speech on the conservative side. Your phone company right now is probably in bed with uh, La Raza or Planned Parenthood. Look it up. You're giving your money to people who are fighting against your values. You need a great cell company that gives you the same great cell service, uses the same cell towers. It saves you money, costs you less. And it donates some of its proceeds to go and help stand for the things that you stand for. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Go there now. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Switch today. So, Crazy Eyes, Ocasio-Cortez, she is uh, she's in the middle of uh, a speech yesterday. And a woman stands up. And she's a global warming activist. And uh, she says, we should all eat our babies. I want to play the ex- I want to play the exchange for you. Here it is. We're going to be here for much longer because of the climate crisis. We only have a few months left. I love that you support the Green Deal, but it's not getting, you know, getting rid of fossil fuel is not going to solve the problem fast enough. A Swedish professor saying, you know, we can eat dead people, but that's not fast enough. So I think your next uh, campaign slogan has to be this. We got to start eating babies. We don't have enough time. There's too much CO2. All of you, you're, you, you know, you're a pollutant. Too much CO2. We have to start now, please. You are so great. I'm so happy that you really support a nuclear deal, but it's not enough. You know, even if we would bomb Russia, we still have too many people, too much pollution. So we have to get rid of the babies. That's a big problem. Just stopping having babies is not enough. We need to eat the babies. And this is very serious. Please give a response. All right. Here's the deal. I want to do, uh, I invite her on this program. I want to talk to her because she's not crazy. She's a genius. 
if you watch this, there's no way, no way that's real. I'm totally with you on this. No way. I think it's totally a right-wing troll, a conservative making a point of how ridiculous she is. When she says, your next campaign slogan, and she's already taking off her sweater, Mm -hmm. it's the t-shirt that went too far. Yeah, although it really yeah. worked. Uh, oh, no, it works. Because the no, performance no, no. is fantastic. Yeah, it is. It is. But the T-shirt, a crazy yeah. person. She's two together. Mm-hmm. She also looks too crazy. She's just, you know, the big clip in her hair and everything. She's brilliant. This is a troll. And I just have to say, if that's true, if it's not true, I'm scared to death. <laughs> if it is true, thank you. Thank you for doing street art. Thank you for doing such a... It's nice to have somebody on our side who is such a brilliant uh, performer. Because that is a... That's a world-class performance. It really is. To the point that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez believes it. I mean, she straight out believes it. And her... So she, I don't know, do we have oh, a response to that or not? Oh, no, I didn't, I didn't see this. Do we have AOC responding to that in this video? <laughs> um, we, we don't have that part of it. So she, she, she has a very, we should try to grab that because she takes it seriously. And she's like, look, you know, we do have more than a few months. And I know there's a lot of solutions out there. <laughs> we but, have more than a few months. We have 10 years. Yeah, I know. <laughs> now she, now in, uh, uh, in a, you know, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the, she, everyone's like, she uses Twitter so well. Eh, does she? What she does is she retroactively explains all of her bad moments on Twitter, and people give her credit for that. In this one, she retroactively explains this, and she says, I, I just thought that maybe she was a troubled individual, and we shouldn't mock her, and I think she really had some problems, and that's why I didn't say anything. Well, but, I wouldn't have said anything either if I were her. I, I would have just come out and advocated for the policy. You know what? You're right. They're really annoying. They're loud. They cry. <laughs> uh, they smell a lot of times. And I hear they taste like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, there's no real. I mean, the the fact, though, that the entire room, generally speaking, looks at her and be like, well, I don't know about that. That seems like it could be a half step too far. Is it basically where the whole room is? <laughs> it really is. was. It, it really, really was. They're not like, they're yeah. like, oh, shut up. Get out of here. There's none of that. It's like, oh, wow. Well, in today's world, when somebody says that. They might actually be serious. Oh, yeah. And you don't want to be the one that goes, okay, shut up, because they might eat you. Right, it's true. You and, know? And I think this is another uh, slight tip of the hand here as to why I think it's fake and not real, is she brings up a case of a Swedish professor yes. who said yes. eat dead people, but that's She's not going crazy. Far She's too crazy to like, know that. And then she also says... Uh, I mean, we could bomb Russia and kill all the people, but that won't be fast enough. Like, a person who has that worldview isn't advocating the bombing of Russia at the same time. Like, Yeah, because you would have nuclear fallout it, if you're smart enough. Right. She could be crazy. I mean, it, it, you could have someone who's that crazy to believe those things, though. Her performance, the way it's packaged. Brilliant. And the other part of it, Glenn, as a, uh, as a performer, as mm-hmm. you would know. Yes, yes, yes. Is the reveal <laughs> of the shirt she yes. builds to it and times it yeah. right she's saying like you know what i think this is so important and that's why i think you should have a new campaign slogan she 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 slowly and builds it and starting then she re- to pull her yeah, <laughs> and she yeah that's what gave it to it. me it, you could tell there's a little performance in it but it's a fantastic performance yes and the the fact that she doesn't come out i mean think about where we are in society we had we talked to ben sass a few months ago when he did the born alive act where we were, we couldn't believe that the, this the government would not come together and say, "Look, of course, obviously, if a baby's born alive, we're not going to let it die. We're not going to kill it." And they wouldn't come together on that. 
Here's a situation where, again, a government official is is faced with someone saying, eat babies, and she doesn't have the the spine to step up to no, her own side no, and I criticize that? You're in that situation, believe me. I've been on stage many times, yeah. and I've been in crowds many times where someone will say something that you're like, okay, that's crazy. And you kind of feel like the whole room is like, don't piss them off. Just just let them speak and let them go away. Don't, I don't piss know. them off. I mean, there's a line there, right? Because you're right. That's happened to every public figure. You've seen this happen before. Uh, you know, the, the Kamala Harris had a, an, an, um, a situation with this recently where she's on stage and a guy comes up and he goes, I want to see what you're going to do with this. And use the R word to use the... Uh, Mentally disabled. Okay, okay. Right, okay. I don't know. Right. If There's a different word for everyone. I don't know if you know this, but there are are more than, you know, 24 words. Yeah. So, <laughs> 26, yeah. 26, uh, yeah. thank you. So, um, yeah. And, well, and nobody she, uses these. She laughed awkwardly and said, ah, <laughs> oh, well said, well said, and kind of moved on. And then later on, they're like, well, why did you not criticize that person? And she's like, well, I didn't hear it because she's a liar. Um, but... She did hear it, and and yes, but she had, yes, she wasn't sure how to deal with it, and, and that stuff happens. Like people cross lines in crowds. This is yeah, different. But that, that, she's no, no. advocating for the but for, yes. for eating yes. children, right? You Kamala Harris. I don't remember what that was about, but I remember yeah. her saying that, and it was some. She she it was lock her up or something like lock him up or something like that. It wasn't totally nuts, right? It was it was a a situation where it was like. The guy went too far on a point that they agreed on. Right. Right. And so he just went but too far. But that's this, too. And at no, some point, this, there, yes, no, it is. They, no, this they, is she not just too far. This is insane. That's why you have to, if you can't stand up and say, you know what, cannibalism isn't okay on infants. <laughs> like, what the hell? Where? Why do we even talk to these people? I mean, I'm not saying you have to sit here and give, let, let me give you a, a breakdown of why that's uh, not morally acceptable in our society. But you mock a little bit. You say, look, uh, I mean, I, I, I agree with the global warming part of it. The other stuff is obviously not, you know, you, you have to have some indication to your audience that this isn't an appropriate, you have to have some guts to well, stand up and say, I no. want to concentrate on the, on the the performer here it was a good performance but it would have been a great performance if you would have peed on yourself at the very end <laughs> no, then I, that would have been a brilliant performance that's, that's commitment although that makes her seem a little too crazy i think the fact that she sounded she made the arguments in a relatively sane fashion yeah helped pull it off we do have the uh, response from uh, okay. aoc this is All how right, she here. responded to the woman saying we need to eat the babies so one of the things that's very important to us is that we need to treat the climate crisis with the urgency that it does present um luckily we have more than a few months we do need to hit net zero in several years um but I think we all need to, to, to understand that there are a lot of solutions that we have um, and that we can pursue and that if we right. act in a positive way, there is space for hope. You're There's, right. We are never beyond hope. Okay. Okay, stop. You are right. She's being very reasonable here. I didn't see her response. Mm. She could be very reasonable and say we have more and there's, there's always hope and we should never cross the line. Into cannibalism, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's you're you're exactly right. But I do think that uh, this is I, I mean this would be an interesting freak jury type of question because I, I think a lot of people think this woman was real in the audience. And no, 
I think the majority of people I've seen online think, do you believe this crazy leftist? They want people to believe that. They want to. This is one of those things that if it's too good for your side, pause. But you can't, can't you all, on the other side, on the other hand, it's too good to check in some ways. Like, I kind of just want to believe that this is happening. Oh, I would love to. I would (laughs) love to. She's too good. Because it's too good. Yeah. Uh, it's really funny. But again, like, you, you step back from this, and what's the difference, right? Like, the difference from their real policy is what? That they give, they want to say, you kill the baby before it's born, and this woman who's nuts is saying, have the baby and then eat it. <laughs> like, yeah, I see there's a separation there, but it's not as wide as you think it no, is. No, it's not. It, they both end in the baby dead. Yes. Yeah. The and, outcome is, is not, it's not that much different. Right. And they're also saying, they're seriously saying, we got to stop having children. Yes. We have to stop having children. Here's the deal. Have you seen the birth rate? Yeah, it's falling. And this yeah, we're is- already... We're already below replacement. And this has happened in every society as it's become more civilized. The, the mm-hmm. book Factfulness goes over this. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it is not, we kind of think of like, well, in, in this country, they're having this many babies. And if that continues, then blah, 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 blah. This linear progression that this is going to go on forever. When every single country that has gone through a modernization that we're going through now, that Europe's gone through, that China's going through now, every single one of those countries has had birth rates drop to around where we are uh, in, and it's, in, it, in 50 to 100 years spain japan mm-hmm. england russia you're not gonna have to worry about it because there's not going to be enough of them to have a country <laughs> I, 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 i'm I, telling you in 100 years do the math i think they're it's a, you at 1.3 replacement 1.3 replacement right now i just looked it up this weekend yeah i mean i i tend to think that these things wind up evening out the same way that, that they don't stay too high well, no, no society has ever, no society has ever turned the corner. You've never, they've never gone below two, and then uh, turned it around and went, oh, wow, we're gonna start having babies again. I mean, the Japanese, when they figure out how to make a robot ovulate, <laughs> it's over. It's over. It's gonna be like Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The best of the Glenn Beck program. Hey, it's Glenn, and you're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. If you like what you're hearing on this show, make sure you check out Pat Gray Unleashed. It's available wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed, the podcast that is heard right before this program on Blaze Radio Network. Uh, And then you can find it at iTunes or wherever you find your podcast. Welcome to the program, Pat Gray. Thank you. You know, with only months left before we start eating babies, I'm (laughs) I'm really glad I have this opportunity. Thank you. you. Thank you. To come on the show and talk about things. If they taste like chicken, are you just going to go with chicken or still eat the baby? No, I'd eat the babies. Okay. Because that's the only way you can fix this problem. Right. (laughs) Eating the the dead people, that's not enough. Right. It's just not enough. (laughs) It really isn't. That was such a brilliant performance. There was, yeah. I thought it was... I still think, unless you know the the group that's taking credit really did do it, but you still think it's I real. Think it, I think it's possible she was real. No, we we talked about it quite a bit uh, on the show this morning. But you know, I'm I thought it was a, a radio bit or a YouTube bit, maybe. 
But I, I leave open the possibility because they have well, created leave. such hysteria. I leave open the possibility of anything in today's world. And that's the thing. Yeah. That's but I think that was a performance. Did you see the special last night on Ukraine? Yeah, the one that was only going to last an hour and a half because you had disciplined it down to that. And I thought, no, I knew it. <laughs> Glenn thought he could do this in an hour and a half. Have you met you? <laughs> well did you but two hours was less than i thought and it was yeah. all compelling it was really good stuff i love the tie-in that george soros is involved is with crazy? this as well is I'm it like, crazy oh. of course he's involved uh, it's just of so course funny. it's a minor role but you but can't still. have a chalkboard without him in it that's unbelievable yeah unbelievable so what were the things that stuck out to you uh, I don't know if I can think of uh, just one thing. Um, there, there were quite a few things that that I wasn't totally aware of, but I think it just uh, cemented in my mind the fact that Biden's involvement um, is assured in this thing that he knew about his son in a thing where he, when he was asked about the, when he was asked the question, uh, "What have you ever talked about with um, with?" hunter about about his business we've never talked about it you never talked about it and you've got all of these ties with your son and the prosecutor and the 1.8 billion dollars and and the white house calling a special meeting of the prosecutors over in ukraine yeah inviting them here to the united states stuff you've never here i don't think i knew that nobody does yeah nobody does they came here for a strategy meeting on how we could all work together. And all, the, according to the Ukrainians that were there, all the White House wanted to talk about was Hunter Biden, no-go zone, and two, can you give us any dirt on Trump and Manafort? They went back going, that wasn't really a training session. Wow. I mean, now, that's incredible. Now, the one thing I wasn't totally clear on, you talked about the one8 billion in aid that disappeared into the guy's pocket or whatever and then you talked about it another, another 1.8 was that in addition to the first yes that's that was oh, wow. that was your and that t- was lost as well that was the first one was your tax dollar in usaid okay okay yeah we gave burisma uh 1.8 billion billion and it never went to them and well, no or it, we don't know where it went no it it went to the oligarch's bank that yeah. that was running Barisma. He had his own bank, so it went offshore. We don't know what happened to it. Okay, guess is it's in the oligarch's pocket. Chump change like that, though, you just don't worry about. No, you don't worry about it. I lose that in my couch. So then the other was an IMF loan that the United okay. States guaranteed. So that was IMF money. That's what but I was. Confused we're about. on the hook for it. Okay, so we have to cough up another one point eight. So that's three point six billion. Yeah, there's about just gone. There's five to seven billion dollars that the Ukraine tried to get their prosecutors over to speak to our attorney general and our DOJ Mm -hmm. and say, look, I've got these five issues. We have evidence that people were tampering for Hillary Clinton. They were tampering with the election. You've lost seven billion dollars. We've lost seven billion dollars. And we don't know where it went. They had five different things that they outlined. And our ambassador that was in cahoots with the Obama administration 
wouldn't let them in, wouldn't give them visas, even though the FBI and the anti-corruption, you know, uh, department in Ukraine had a an open relationship to share everything. It's in it's absolutely incredible. It has to be an easy case to make to say that that's in the national interest to know about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather yeah. than this is just a political maneuver oh, I'm no, doing is... to try to discredit no, one of my opponents. No, this is absolutely Although, national interest. the Democrats are all, all going to believe that, and I think Trump supporters are all going to believe it's in the national interest. So how does that eventually turn out? So what do you think about Chalupa? I'm not so sure. delicious. <laughs> Toasted cheddar so this is just the, came out. Right. No, this is the woman... That the Democrats hired, the DNC hired, mm. to investigate Trump through Ukraine. And so she wrote, th- th- this is a memo uh, from, from her at the DNC to uh, Luis Miranda at the DA- DNC. Hey, a lot coming down the pipe. I spoke to a delegation of 68 investigative journalists from Ukraine last night at the Library of Congress, the Open World Society Forum. They put me on the program to speak specifically about Paul Manafort. Now, this is before Manafort was in trouble. Was in was in trouble. Or even was even with Trump at the time. She, no, not with Trump. Yeah. And she is she is looking for Trump. She's the Chalupa. That woman is the one that first said that we can find that first said there's a Russia connection, okay? And her job is to dig up dirt in Ukraine and use the Ukrainian embassy, use the Ukrainian prosecutors, deeply embedded with the Ukrainians, okay? She said, they put me on the program to talk specifically about Paul Manafort. I invited Michael Isakoff, who I've been working with for the past few weeks, and connected him to the Ukrainians, more offline tomorrow, since there is a big Trump component you and Lauren need to be aware of that will hit in the next few weeks. Something I'm working on you should be aware of. Now, you know what was crazy is the Isakoff article that came out was stuff from the dossier from Fusion GPS. Jeez. So this shows that they were the DNC. So do you think they, they set up Manafort with Trump? No, I think no, – I don't know how that happened. I mean, I that, don't know. That that's, to me, crazy. that's a possibility. It could be. Could be. Um, they also could have been spying on Trump and ha- heard that Manafort was talking to Trump and was going to get in. Yeah. Because remember, if anyone cares to do the homework – this is why Tony Podesta shut down the Podesta group like on the day that Paul Manafort was was arrested. Okay? As mm. soon as they arrest him, the biggest lobbying firm, the Clinton lobbying firm, all of this millions of dollars, he walks into the office in one day and says close the doors. Not like hey at the end of the week or the end of the month we're going to wrap things up. Close the doors. And he shut his firm down. Well, why? Because he's working with the same group of people that Manafort. So you're expecting me to believe that Manafort got money under the table, but the Podesta group didn't? No way. Yeah. No way. Yeah. 
Um, they, I only, wanna... they only existed from 1988 to 2017, so the co- it's just coincidence. They just happened to stop the thing right then. <laughs> uh, it was just one of those. It was a fly-by-night operation that was one of the biggest lobbyist firms in <laughs> like Washington a, for 30 almost years. Almost a 20 year fly-by-night <laughs> yeah, operation. No big deal though. Yeah, no big deal. Okay, so I want to wow. I want to I want to play something. This is from the guy um, who uh, was tried and convicted for. Uh, interfering in our election. This trial went on in Ukraine. This is the first time that we know of that this has been translated in the media into English. You tell me if this is important. This is, again, the guy who um, was convicted of tampering with our elections. American elections. American elections. Mm -hmm. He is Ukrainian. They caught him on tape talking about trump and hillary i'm going to translate go ahead and can we roll this roll this tape please okay did they those russians help trump your people he says i think they did yeah they helped him not him but hillary i helped her yeah you're right her position tottered well this is how they write about it then something about Hillary's humanitarian aid in America, something to do with the Clinton Foundation. Well, I'm about the commentaries. At the time, we were not in, and then you can't understand it. Trump, his purely inner problem, the issue, they dominate over the external matters. Now listen to this. While Hillary, she is, how shall I put it, she belongs to the cohort of politicians who comprise the hegemony in the U.S., both in the U.S. and the entire world, right? For us, it's sort of better. But for the Americans, what Trump is doing is better for them. Yeah. Well, we have lots of those American experts here now than indiscernible. Well, there you see why Hillary lost the elections. I was in charge of the investigation of their black accounting records. We made the Manafort data available to the general public. So what? Well, he was in prison. Manafort was the head of the Supreme Headquarter of Trump, right? Then they dismissed that, too, including due to the black accounting. After that, he was went to jail for 80 years. How about Trump? Did he not give a crap? Um, everybody works smoothly there. And when they carried out the elections, a week before the elections, the FBI reopened the investigation in respect to Hillary, so her rating dropped for 7%. And that's why Trump managed to win the elections at a pinch. I'm still unable to understand why he's fighting with the FBI. They try to catch him on the hand. If I were not the FBI, he would not have won the elections. They torpedoed Hillary's ratings for 7%. So here he is. He's admitting to tampering with our elections, admitting working with the Hillary Clinton campaign. He's actually convicted in the highest court in the land in Ukraine. This is all front page news. In Ukraine, hmm. while we are saying, was there anyone tampering with the election? <laughs> uh, yeah, that guy working for the DNC or working with the DNC and a woman named Chalupa. Think of that every time you hunger for Taco Bell. Chalupa. That's the name of the woman who is at the center of what really happened at our uh, at our last uh, election, how is it Fox isn't interested in this? In I any really way? think I think they are. You're starting to see things trickle out. 
But I, I really think, I mean, this is my skill. Yeah. You know, it took me an yeah. hour without commercials just to lay out the timeline. It, it is complicated. And that's what they're counting on. Right. It's too complicated for people to really. But did you follow it? Into. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I'm good at yes. one thing, and that is making the complex easy. But you yeah. have to watch it. Please go to YouTube. If you're a subscriber to the Blaze, it's already on Blaze TV. You can watch it on YouTube. You can watch it on my Facebook page. But please just search for um, uh, Glenn Beck and Ukraine, and you'll be able to find the Ukraine special. It's called the, the Democrats Russia. You'll see things that you had no idea. And I ask you just do not trust me. Just do your own homework. And we have everything that was on that special is backed up by documents. The documents are on glenbeck.com plus a 30-second elevator pitch to your friend. Hey, I just want you to listen to this because just open mind, just listen to this. Then uh, like a five-minute argument you can have with your, uh, with your friends and say, look, this, I'm, let me lay this case out. And then all of the documents. So we've prepared you to change the narrative, to make sure that the correct narrative is out there. We've done our homework and we've done our job. Now, do not trust me. Do your own homework. And now you have to carry the ball. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. Hey, it's Glenn, and if you like what you hear on the program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. His podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcast. Hi, it's Glenn. If you're a subscriber to the podcast, can you do us a favor and rate us on iTunes? If you're not a subscriber, become one today and listen on your own time. You can subscribe on iTunes. Thanks. It's Friday, and Bill O'Reilly is joining us now. Hello, Bill. Hey, I'm having a bagel here. Uh, you guys can't get real bagels in Texas, um, but I'm having one, and I wanted you to know it and Stu to know it if Stu works. Stu doesn't really work a lot, does he? kind of wanders in, wanders out. Occasionally. I'm, an, I'm an, what I call an occasional worker, a, a, a part-time okay. worker. Look, Bill. I like that. We are number, yes. th- we're number three. We're the third most listened to show in America for a reason. Yeah. Number one, works too hard, always looking over his back. Uh, because number two is right behind him. And then number two is working even harder. We learned that from rental car companies. They have to try harder. Number three just skates. We're just drafting mm-hmm. behind one yeah, and two. But I, I just want to say I, the reason that I'm, I'm gloating about the bagel is um, I can't get chicken fried steak up here. In New York, and it's driving me nuts. Yeah, well, I, uh, maybe when I you lived could... in Texas, uh, that, that was big for me. Maybe you could eat babies. Save the no. earth. That, and and that, that is an irresponsible comment back. And if you had texted that to Ukraine, you would have been impeached. All right. Bill O'Reilly, the uh, author of the new book, The United States of Trump. Uh, by the way, last yeah. week I was on the air saying and complaining about Bill O'Reilly not sending me a copy of The United States of Trump. I didn't and get a hard copy. Did you get a hard copy? I have. A, well, well, here's the is thing. It signed? I, I happen to not check a, a part of my office where my wife sometimes sticks the mail. Uh-huh. And then not only was there one copy of the United States of Trump, there were two copies of the United States of Trump. Were they signed? Um, which was very nice. Um, and thank you for sending these, Bill. Um, now, I do have an extra copy. So my options are, one, I send it back to you, or two, we give it away to a caller right now. What do you think? 
You can give it away to a caller, but Beck is whining. He doesn't have a hard copy, even yeah. though I sent him one. Uh, you no, guys are so disorganized, I can't believe it. No wonder you're number three. Yeah, well, we get <laughs> right, right. Nobody, nobody yeah. really. We're all drafting. We're all just drafting behind. Is it signed? Uh, no, this one's not signed. I kept the signed Thanks one. Thanks a lot, that's okay, Bill. Bill. Thanks a lot. Uh, yeah. Wait, you got a signed one? Yeah, I got a signed one. My other one was signed. You know, this I give a- that book to me. I'm going to sign it, right, and go- then we're going to give it away. Glenn's going to sign Bill's book, and then we'll, we'll give it, it away. 888-727-BECK is the number. Uh, call up, and we'll, and we'll give somebody a book. Give somebody the book. And I'm going to write, uh, I never really read this. <laughs> 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 All right. So we'll give that away to a caller. Okay. You are. So, uh, so, Bill. Yeah, I know you're a busy man, and I know you don't know how to use YouTube or you know the internet at all. So, but let me—we'll have somebody walk you through it. You need to watch the special I did yeah, last I, night. I, I, I'm going to have uh, at least a summary sent to me, um, and if I can absolutely watch it, I will. Um, but you don't have to convince me, Beck. You see, I, I know what you're saying is true because I'm doing my own investigation here, and uh, you know. If you step back, and I, I want all the Beck listeners, just step back, all right? Get out of your I hate Trump or I love Trump mode. Just just whip that away for a couple of hours. And, and if you know what's happening here, it is just atrocious for this country. And, and I can't tell people enough that there's so much danger not that he might be removed from office. He's not going to be removed from office, all right? And not that the press is a fraud. We know the press is a fraud. But it's the coordination now mm. of the information flow to the American person. We, we, is, I laid this out on a chalkboard, Bill. The one thing I can do, it's the only skill I have, is I can connect dots and tell a very complex story simply and I'm telling you, Bill, I laid it out all documented. We have all of the emails and the, everything else. It's everything I said was documented. And we have the Obama administration uh, and the DNC tying the DNC to the DOJ, to the CIA, and to the Ukrainian prosecutors. And they were running it all through our embassies. It's stunning. Stunning. Everything they said that Trump was doing in Russia, all of the evidence is there. That's what they were doing in Ukraine. Let me let me just tell you something. When I was researching the United States of Trump, I spent some time with the president. And a lot of that time was off the record time where he just riffs because I've known him for 30 years. And we just go back and forth. And it's not stuff that I, I'm going to report because it's an understand this is an O'Reilly Trump conversation. OK, but I think I can tell you this. He is absolutely crazed that Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, and Joe Biden mm-hmm. have, in his opinion, mm-hmm. gotten away with all kinds of subversion, not only of the campaign in 2016, but other stuff. Seven billion dollars. Seven yeah, now billion. Now, as president, he sees mm-hmm. the intel report, so he can call up the NSA and the CIA and go, send over this report. So now he sees it. So he tells me in one of our conversations. But to stop the music, I'm going to get these guys. I'm going to get these guys. 
I'm going to expose them. And I say, be careful. Be careful. Now, this is in the book, all right? So he says, I'm going to get to the bottom of this because I'm the only one who can do it. And then I'm going to bring it out, and everybody's going to see how these three individuals corrupted the process. And I looked at him, I said, you're naive. I'm, this I'm saying as the president of the United States. I said, the press will never report that, no matter what you have. They'll never do it. And they'll turn it around on you. So be careful. And that's exactly what has happened. When you have Joe Biden saying, I did this, I went to a foreign country, threatened them with withholding a billion dollars in loans, unless they fired some guy that I, Joe Biden, have nothing to do with. But he's looking into a company where my son is getting paid okay. large dollars. Stop. Stop right there. Go. People have heard okay. this. People have heard this. And they're like, yeah, well, that's not what is it about. I want you to watch the special last night. We lay it out. It is documented. There is testimony on what he was trying to stop. He was protecting a a uh, uh, a, a, a foundation uh, for anti-corruption, which lost two point two million dollars. The main funder of that was the USAID and George Soros. And his son, I have the I have the sworn affidavit from the prosecutor who said he was angry with me because I wouldn't stop the investigation on Burisma. They never said what I was doing wrong. Joe Biden said he has to stop with Burisma. So everything that Joe Biden says that no, 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 he was just corrupt. It's not true. And it's documented documented okay so i assume that adam schiff has subpoenaed you and you're going to go testify yeah, in no. his intelligence committee in the no, house is that correct? no uh, no That's in fact happened? you're not going to see any of these documents in the mainstream press they're all by the way on glenbeck.com today <sighs> Look, this is the story this is the story the story is there is not a fair process not only in the media, we know that's corrupt, all right? But in the annals of our government. So, so they have hatched, the anti-Trump people, a scenario where they're saying there's an abuse of power because Donald Trump tried to undermine the election by, um, of 2020 by eliciting help from Ukraine and China. That's it. That, that's what they have. That's what they're going in with. Okay, it doesn't matter whether Trump uh, did it partially because he wanted to root out corruption. It doesn't matter. They're not going to even consider that. However, the Senate will and it'll get thrown out in two days. That's what's going to happen because Trump has cover. And the cover is he's the chief law enforcement officer of the country as president. There is an active corruption investigation involving Ukraine, and all he did was ask the Ukrainian president to do him a favor and cooperate. Okay. That's all right. You're right. You're right. And uh, but let me share some um, text messages that just came out from the testimony yesterday. Um, and let me play devil's advocate and read these text messages to you and then get your response, because 
Uh, it just they the the administration just cannot get out of its own way. I want to get to the text messages. Bill, have you seen the text messages? Some of them. Okay. Um, the text messages um, are between uh, the European ambassador. Um, who else is uh, U.S. diplomats largely? Yeah, all U.S. diplomats. Um, and I think there's one Ukrainian on the line, and they're talking about the Ukrainian saying, okay, so what are we supposed to be doing? And they're drafting a, uh, 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 a press release for the Ukrainians saying that they are opening up investigations or they are continuing the investigation on Joe Biden. And then it gets a little squirrely. Uh, they say things like, I think it's crazy to withhold security assistance for help with a political campaign. Um, saying, and the political, uh, the security assistance being the money that's been talked about. Um, they say they potentially withholding that. Bill Taylor, who is the uh, you know lead U.S. diplomat to Ukraine, says, "Are we now saying that security assistance and White House meeting are conditioned on investigations?" And then uh, the other diplomat responds, "Call me." Uh, and then uh, the other, let's see, we have. Um, uh, we had a good lunch. Thanks. Heard from the White House. Assuming President Z, the president of Ukraine, is convinces Trump that he will investigate, get to the bottom of what happened in 2016, we will nail down a date for the visit to Washington. Um, and this one, Bill Taylor, I, as I said on the phone, I think it's crazy to withhold security assistance for help with a political campaign. From that, that happens, then five hours go by in which uh, Gordon Sunland apparently meets with Trump. And then comes back and responds and says, Bill, I believe you are incorrect about President Trump's intentions. The president has been crystal clear that no quid pro quos of any kind. The president is trying to evaluate whether Ukraine is, is, is truly going to adopt the transparency and reforms that President Zelensky promised during his campaign. I suggest we stop the back and forth by texts. If you still have concern, I recommend you give Lisa Kenna or S a call and, and discuss directly. Okay. What happened, Bill? Nothing. I mean, you have one guy who's interpreting it as a threat uh, and as a campaign play. And then you have there's two ways. There's two ways. We know how the press will read this. There's two ways of reading yeah, this. The press, but you got to no, know about the press. I know you, you got to go to the Senate now. So if you're a senator, you're looking at both of these things. There's reasonable doubt because the other guy said he asked a question. Are you telling me that this is what we're doing now? He didn't say this is what we're doing now. That's number one. And number two, Sunderland, the guy who replies, said there's no quid pro quo. Anyway, I'm not naive, and, and Trump is not a Boy Scout. So anybody who believes that Trump would not use bad information against Joe Biden in the campaign is living in the land of Oz. Mm -hmm. He would. Okay, everybody knows that, but he has the right as president to spur people to give him information about what he believes is corrupt. And, and I'll go back to my original statement, which was um, nine months ago. He was railing to me. I'm going to expose this corruption. It had nothing to do with the 2020 election. And there were three people involved, not just Biden. Mm -hmm. So I know what happened. I know what was in his mind because I discussed it with him at length. I will That's tell you that I... You don't have a lot of guests who can come in and say that on your show. <laughs> no, um, but I will tell you this. I do have a lot of phone calls uh, off the air uh, and off record 
that uh, will tell me the same thing. I, I said, "Yeah, you're you're not doubting me." Because no, I'm not doubting you, you at all. No, I'm an honest man. Well, I also, but I, I also it. have sources myself that tell me exactly the same thing. One source, yeah. one source told me last week. I said, "What did somebody write this part down?" And you know, it seemed like he wanted to get to the the Hunter Biden stuff. And he was talking about, uh, you know, the the computer, and it sounded like he didn't really understand what was going on. And this person told me, Glenn, have no doubt about one thing. This president knows what was going on in Ukraine, has known about it for at least a year, probably closer to two, and is crazed about this there There is one thing that he knows every single jot and tittle about and it is ukraine uh and i i believe that of course if if you read and you did the united states of trump he is obsessed yeah obsessed with the people who tried to frame him up in the russian collusions thing he's obsessed with them and you will right? see, so you, that's what led to this phone call in July with the Ukraine president, and because he's crazed about it, and it makes perfect sense. There's a logic to it. So last night in the special, we gave you the documents and the name of the DNC operative, uh, Alexandra uh, Chalupa, and what she did working with the press, Ukrainian prosecutors. Um, and through the embassies to get all of this dirt back and forth. And that is the genesis. I believe she is the genesis of the Russia thing. This is long before Manafort, long before Carter Page or anything else. There was no FISA. There was nothing. This is long before, at least a year before. And she starts saying, hey, I think I know what's going on. It's a, it's a Russia connection. And well, that's it's a frame up. Yeah, right. it's a frame. It's up. a frame. And but the American people, I believe, will get the information, even though it's not going to be reported by the uh, national media. They'll get it. They'll get it from you. They'll get it from me. They'll get it from other people. It'll come out. But but here's what happened this week. That's a big one. So the whistleblower who they've been trying to make into Nathan Hale. Oh, what a this is a patriotic man. He, oh, look at him, and he puts his life on the line for his country. Well, again, what did he do before he went to the Inspector General of the Intelligence Services? He took a little detour into Adam Schiff's office. Oh, (laughs) what a surprise. And all of a sudden, he's got three lawyers after he comes out of the meeting with Adam Schiff. Does this uh, remind anybody of Christine Blasey Ford? Exactly. Get a little detour into exactly. Diane Feinstein's office. Exactly. And emerge with this radical left firm from yep. D.C. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. Like listening to this podcast? If you're not a subscriber, become one now on iTunes. And while you're there, do us a favor and rate the show. You wonder why Donald Trump wants to investigate what was going on in Ukraine. Last night, we covered it all on uh, Ukraine, the Democrats, Russia. You can find it, YouTube, Facebook, and it's also available now uh, commercial free for 
Blaze subscribers at Blaze TV. I want to hear from people on if you watched it last night, what stood out to you? Because it was a very complex timeline. Did you understand it? Did we did we should we go back and re-explain other parts? Did you follow it and what stood out? We start with Joseph in Illinois. Hello, Joseph. Hello, Glenn. It's an honor. Uh, now, you were spot on, but there's a big part of this whole story that you and the nation need to understand, and that's the fact that there was a deal struck between the Obama and Clinton camp that he would go first and she would go second. And this is all the result of the guarantee that was made. They weaponized the top end of the DOJ, you know, all the unsundry intelligence services, and these are all the things that, you know, this, that's why all this is happening. You know, my evidence is yeah, Donna Brazil with the Democratic National Party. That, that's why they did what they did to, to Bernie Sanders. He was an unexpected blow up that, that got some steam and some wind behind him, and they had to take him out. And that's, that's well, how I, they did it. I, I tend to agree with you, Joseph. I don't know specifically what you're talking about, but uh, generally I completely agree with you, and that's what we tried to show last night is that they were building a machine uh, and that machine was the most powerful machine. I mean, imagine having a a never ending rain of cash, seven billion dollars, plus an intelligence agency from a corrupt com- uh, country that will do what you ask it to do, investigate what you want. The power that was involved and the money is staggering and if that machine is not dismantled we will not ever be the same thanks joseph let me go to bill in virginia hello bill good morning hi good morning yeah um i thought what was most astounding was the fact that the uh administration had people at different levels throwing uh wrenches in the works to try to get the right people investigated and then trying to steer them away from, you know, uh, what was really going on. Yeah. And not really trying to steer them demanding that they don't. And, and I think with your small team and limited resources, as you said, um, on the pod, on the uh, podcast last night, but you could do more with, with more money and the bigger organizations could invest, Gate more. I'm I'm sure that the DOJ and the administration is looking into this. And Trump did say the other day that more will come out. Oh no! I, I think. That, go ahead, Bill. I think the Demo- I think the Democrats are. This is a desperation move. This it is. is a survival move. It is. And it's it's trying to throw as much of a smoke screen up yep. as possible. I just said what's going on on one level. Now I'd like to say what's going on on a wholly different level. Okay. The last line of the Declaration of Independence. That's what's going on. Divine. Divine intervention. Bill, thank you. I I think um, if we can come together. And we are all fair and just. I said this last night. I believe America, Republicans, Democrats, independents, people who are not playing a game, just good, decent Democrats and good, decent Republicans who are neighbors. We all get along. 
We don't agree on politics right now because everything has been made about politics. But we are a fair and just people. And right now, we are being sold a load of crap from the mainstream media. And they are they're telling you. In fact, do we have the do we have the place where I said skip, 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 skip? What what cut is that? I think that's cut number one on our uh, audio sheet. Ukraine special. Nothing to see here. This is what the media is doing. Listen to this. Forget about all this. This is a conspiracy. Concentrate here. Trump made a phone call. Trump made a phone call. You see how this doesn't work? You see how none of this is being talked about? They're talking to you about Joe Biden and his son. Skip, 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 skip. And Trump made a phone call. Doesn't work. This was doesn't when you watch this and you see and you understand what's on the chalkboard. That the media is telling you to skip. It's not important. It's staggering. It's staggering. And I do believe we have a chance to come together and say, okay, let the chips fall where they may. If Trump goes down, if the DNC goes down, if they both go down, I don't care. I just want this cleaned up. And I want transparency and I want our government to stop doing this. This was the Obama administration's ace in the hole. They built this machine. And I'm telling you what I said when I was at Fox. This man leaves, meaning Obama. You will see a scandal that will dwarf Watergate. This is it. But it's reliant upon you to know it. A republic cannot be kept by a a populace that puts their head in the sand. Now, all of this information, including an elevator pitch, how to make the argument with your friends, and all of the documents. So it's not coming from me. These are the copies of, you know, uh, text messages between the DNC and uh, and uh, the Ukraine Ukrainians, uh, they are sworn testimonies. They there is the audio tape, never been translated before. We translated it. Listen to how they're bragging that they helped Hillary win the election, and so you know that was used as part of the evidence to to convict two people of interfering in our election. All of it's there at glenbeck.com. Please get this and share this, please. The Blaze Radio Network. On demand.